guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks a topic of every episode. My name is Corey Tindall, and as always, I am your host. And this week, I sat down with New York City comedian Jesse Townsend once again for our 2023 fantasy football podcast episode. This has got everything you're going to need for going forward. The QB rankings, the sleepers, the league winners, the best running backs to tape, and even at the end, a little bit of a treat for you people in Dynasty and Keeper League. So this is a great episode. Follow Jesse at I'm Jesse Townsend on all social media. You can see his show list on uh, Instagram there. He's at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, Broadway Comedy Club. And follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media. Um, come to oh, a comedy show every single week at Ferns in the East Village. As always, if you really like Jesse, you're coming to the show, shoot us a message. We'll get him on the show you're coming to. With that, let's get into the episode. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Officially 2023. Fantasy football season. Oh, the greatest Jesse season of Townsend's all. Jesse Townsend's back, everybody. I'm round back. of applause. There's no Hell audience, yeah. but you can still give a round oh of applause God. at home. Also, before I even get started, uh, first off, if you listened last year, you're welcome. Okay? <laughs> I listened back to it. I went for a run the other day. I listened back to the podcast we did last year, and my hot take was uh, you cannot draft Travis Kelsey high enough. All right, last year when we recorded the podcast, he was like a second. Some leagues, he was just slipping into the third round, but he was like lower, like mid-second round to early third. Yep. And I came on the podcast, and I was like, you cannot draft him high enough. He was already the best tight end, best tight end in all of football. Then you take away Tyreek Hill, and you didn't add any <laughs> other – you added no other weapons. I know. All of the volume was going to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I was like, this – it makes too much sense. And I came on here, and I was like, if I'm sitting at the number one overall pick, give me Travis Kelsey over Jonathan Taylor. And you were like, I don't know about all that. I don't know. I, you said, you I said didn't know he, about all that. You said he might warrant late first-round pick. Yeah. But I was like, no, 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 no. I think he'll have a better year than Jonathan Taylor does. And, I mean, Jonathan Taylor shit the bed last year. He did, yeah. And if you drafted Travis Kelsey, that dude cleaned the shit out of the bed, made the bed, <laughs> and left a mint on your pillow, okay? Like, Travis Kelsey. What a gentleman. What a gentleman. What an absolute dog, all right? <laughs> Fucking Travis Kelsey, if he was on your team, if you listened to me and you drafted Travis Kelsey, you probably won your league last year. Because he was the tight end one. And the tight end, two was so far beneath him. Oh, yeah. Like, it was the craziest God. gap between the two. Keep like, <laughs> if, you, if you look at, like, if you look at most fantasy football websites, the big thing with rankings now is not only just, like, one, two, three, but a lot of places do tiers, yeah. right? So you got tier one, tier two. Travis Kelsey was in a tier of his own last year. Yeah. And I think he's going to continue really to be in a tier of his own this year as well. I think his ADP reflects that. Oh I can't see God. anyone else putting up Another Kelsey. One? I, I don't know. I don't year? know. If I just the man. He's got. Here's he's the touching thing. 35, isn't he? How old is he? He's going on 34 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like here's Tight the, here's the a thing. tough position, man. Here's the thing, though. I I really Derwin James can only suplex you so many <laughs> times. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I really do think 
there's just not another tight end putting in that level of volume and has that level of skill right now. Honestly, yeah. uh, the, the closest guy to him was Mark Andrews, but they finally gave Lamar Jackson a bunch of other weapons. So I think his volume might even go down. I think Travis Kelsey, uh, I, I do think he will have a worse year than last year. I don't think he can replicate those touchdown numbers again, but I, I do still think he's going to be the tight end one. Okay. Um, I, I do agree with tight end one. Yes. And, and if you've got, especially if you're in a keeper league where you're keeping a solid wide receiver or a solid running back, then like, yeah, grab yeah, him. Grab it him. makes sure. a lot of Why sense. Not? Or if you did get him, if you were in one of those leagues where he went in the third round last year, <laughs> fucking keep his ass. All right. Uh, oh, my God. But since we noted on tier lists, I want to jump straight into my hot take for this yeah. year. Hit me. Starting the high. hot take, we're talking about the quarterback position. Yep. The tiers, so here's the thing. Everyone is saying the elite tier, the top three are going to finish as the top three, and it's guaranteed. And I agree with you. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen will be the top three quarterbacks barring any injury. All right? In, I don't in, think it's up for debate. In that order? No, no, no. Just, no. In any just order. those three. Great. They're a safe okay. bet. You could take them in any order you like if you prefer one or the other. To be fair, I do think there is a obvious one with more upside, and I'll get into that in a second. Um, but because they're in a tier of its own, everyone is taking these guys in the second round. Yeah. Third round. He They're getting drafted where Travis Kelsey was last year. Right. And I think that is a fucking reach for a quarterback. It just seems it like... It feels very it, high. It could work, but the odds of it of you getting a better payout so almost i am against taking a tight end or quarterback this year before you fill both your your rb1 and your wide receiver one okay and i think that's the case for most fantasy seasons yep and this year the only way i would be okay with it the only way i'd be okay with it is if that quarterback i'm still not a huge fan but if you want if you want an elite quarterback this year and you're like, I've planned it out. I'm okay with giving up my second-round pick for a quarterback. The only way I'm okay with it is if it's Jalen Hurts. And look, I know I'm a Philadelphia Homer, Eagles fan. Homer, I know I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Homer I know I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, Homer and I'm biased. Pick. But here's the reason why. Okay. I have a good reason for this. Yeah. You're not drafting him as a quarterback. You are drafting him as the Philadelphia Eagles goal line running back. Wow. Within okay. the five yards. Within the five yeah. yards. They put the QB sneak in there. It's the reason why I'm avoiding the whole entire Philadelphia Eagles backfield. Yeah. Because Miles Sanders had a great year last year. Fantastic year. Fantasy football-wise, not great. Not I think great. it was like the RB22 or something. Not Swift, even a top 22 also guy. not a goal line guy. Yeah, Every exactly. single one of his carries not, went to Jamal Williams. There are not going to be rushing touchdowns in the Philadelphia backfield. Those touchdowns are going mm. to Jalen Hurts again. Okay. That's going to be the same thing until that quarterback sneak stops working. They're going to keep fucking running it into the ground. It was insanely successful. And like I said, it's not even a homer pick because I'm very against going quarterback that early. Yeah. I'm really against it. But if you're picking out of those top three, my justification is no other team is rushing their quarterback on the goal line like the Eagles are. They use the quarterback sneak five times more than any other team in the league. Wow. 
I didn't know that. Yes. They okay. used it five times more than the second most team. Okay. That's insane to me. All right? Yeah. And they're not just they're not just using it on like they used it sometimes on fourth and short, but a lot of it came on the goal line. Yeah. I mean, you saw it in the Super Bowl. They yeah. were like, hey, well, fourth and works. goal. They were like, fuck it. Yep. We're doing it. And they punched him in. Because it works. It's so, been working because we have one of the best offensive lines. And I think that's yeah. what's drawing people to Rashad Penny. And mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, and I'm here yep. to tell you, as an Eagles fan, don't draft those guys. No, don't Do draft not. Swift. He gets hurt too. Do often. not. Not only that, Rashad Penny also gets injured. But also, the reports out of camp is that Kenneth Gainwell is getting the most of the snaps. Wow. If there are three running backs that are getting volume, that means none of them are going to be a fantasy value. Yeah, that's just because even even like running back by committee, if you have one of the guys, you're kind of hoping like one of the other ones goes down. That way your volume goes up. But now for you to be like the workhorse back, you need two other guys to get injured. Yeah. Like it's just, I just don't see a Philadelphia backfield. I don't see a Philadelphia Eagles running back putting up good numbers this year. I'm avoiding. I'm avoiding that backfield there so i i agree let's let's yeah. stick with the quarterback because i i want to i want to yes. provide a, a counterpoint and so you're saying that uh jalen hurts if he's the one that if you're going to take in the first or second round he would be the one because of the rushing touchdowns i am afraid now that he is the franchise guy because going into last year it was like hey we believe in hurts but if they but if you know they started zero and five then they would have like they would have he's the franchise guy now i am a little bit afraid that he will not be used for goal line rushes in the same way that lamar jackson is not used for goal line rushes and that is because they don't want to injure their face of the franchise i don't think that's the case I think it became very apparent during this season that he is our guy, and we still did it in the Super Bowl. We were no longer about that protecting. was an important game, though. It's like yeah, Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. Patrick here's, Mahomes here's the thing. Pat here's Mahomes the thing. doesn't we did run it, unless we did it throughout important. the playoffs. We did it even when we like clinched a spot. We were still doing the QB sneak. Yeah. Nick Sirianni doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about playing shit safe. All uh, right? Hopefully he doesn't get Nick, hurt then. <laughs> Nick Sirianni went out there against the Giants. He literally went for two just so he could replicate the score of that fucking beatdown against the Vikings a couple years back. Nice. Literally 38-7. to seven. He was like, oh. like He called like a two-point conversion, and the refs were like, what are you doing? You're up by like 20. And he goes, I know what the fuck I'm doing. You can find that clip. He like words it out. It got caught on camera. Nick Sirianni, a dog. I know you can't draft a coach in fantasy, but if you could, I'd draft him. I love the guy. Um, okay. But more about quarterbacks. Yeah. Because my quarterback hot take's not over, okay? okay? If you've listened to any fantasy football podcast out there, whether it's the fantasy footballers, uh, if you're listening to Matthew Barry, if you're listening to Rich Eisen, anybody who gives fantasy football advice, you know that the sleeper of all sleepers this year is Justin Fields. Everyone is talking about how his ceiling is quarterback one he could be the guy because rushing yards rushing touchdowns and and the 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 year year two quarterbacks when they get an elite receiver the jump they can make as we've seen with josh allen when he got stefan diggs or Tua Tua when he got tyreek hill yeah or jalen hurts when he got aj brown 
But I got news for you. DJ Moore is not Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he is not AJ Brown. Yeah. He is not Stephon Diggs. Uh-huh. DJ Moore is not him. Okay? And also, I loved I loved Justin Fields when he was the quarterback 10, quarterback 11, early in the drafts, before everyone called him the sleeper of all sleepers. But now, because everyone unanimously decides he's a sleeper, he is no longer a sleeper. He's wide the fuck awake. He is the quarterback six, yeah. which is honestly kind of where my ceiling for Justin Fields is at. Because mm. the those top three quarterbacks... I, I said it. Those are going to be the top three quarterbacks, yeah. barring any injury, right? And then I think four and five, I think probably Joe Burrow, no injury. I'd say he's probably in there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll talk about my fifth uh, in a minute because I think he's the guy that everybody – what you want Justin Fields to be yeah. is what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Okay. Because here's the thing. He goes – he checks all the boxes that we're hyping Justin Fields up for. Mm-hmm. But Justin Fields is the quarterback six right now. Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback eight. So you're getting, you're getting Trevor Lawrence at a cheaper price. Yeah. At a cheaper price. And all of the pros that you have for Justin Fields applied to Trevor Lawrence right I'm now. Not, yes, they do. No, yes, they do. No, no, no. no. Not to Hear that me extent. Out. No, no, no. no. Nope. Hear me out. Hear me out. Before you shit on it, just give me yes or no's. <laughs> I'll let you debate this afterwards. Just okay. give me yes or no's when I go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they say Justin Fields is a good scrambler. Is Trevor Lawrence a good scrambler? Scrambler. Yes or no? Yes. yes. Yep. There we go. Okay. So he can get running yards. Okay. Cool. Perfect. But they those said, are different no, 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 levels no, no, no. of good. We'll debate after. We'll debate after. Okay. Right. All right. They said DJ Moore is an elite wide receiver. No. Which questionable. Questionable. Okay. Yeah. Already don't like that take. But they're saying they added a good wide receiver to the team this offseason. Is Calvin Ridley a good wide receiver? That's one of my but, hot hot takes. I don't I don't know. I don't really. Here's the think thing: so. he did miss all of last year, but he at his peak last... in Atlanta, he was pretty yeah, fucking good. When he was the the wide receiver you, one, he wasn't very good. When he had Julio, he was great because he well, wasn't Christian getting Kirk double was covered. Well, Christian Kirk was a dog last year. Christian Kirk was good. I don't think yeah. he gets double covered in Jacksonville. Because uh, if you double cover him, you're leaving Christian Kirk alone, right. and I that's think a problem. I think they'll double cover. Calvin Ridley and not Christian Kirk. Well, either way, Christian Kirk will eat. Either way, I I agree. Either way, I think skill skill level Ridley and DJ Moore to be the same. Jacksonville, in my opinion, has the better weapons. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Okay, so they they both have the run ability. Also, they're running back a better pass catcher. Their backfield is because one, they have Travis Etienne, which. I get it. His rookie year, he got injured, missed the whole year. But guess what? If ATN goes down, they went and they drafted Tank Bigby as well. Yeah. Like, that guy is also very good. They are building this offense around Trevor Lawrence. And I love Trevor Lawrence for all the reasons everyone loves Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But also for a round or two cheaper. I'm yeah. like, dude, I, I really... Also, last year, when it comes to it, quarterback at its core it's all about passing who was the better passer last year trevor lawrence trevor lawrence or justin fields yeah absolutely trevor lawrence i mean to me i honestly haven't seen i went back and watched because i was honestly pretty high on justin fields when he was going at the quarterback 10 but then i went back and watched his fantasy value was solely in the back half of the year when they used him as a running back really yeah because there wasn't many guys to pass to and I don't, I don't think it, he can go a full eighteen weeks 
as a running back. Like, I, yeah. I don't – I'm not – I'm a gambling man, and I'm not betting on this Chicago offense. I'm really not – I am out on Justin Fields. I, I – don't get me wrong. I think he could still be very fantasy relevant. But I'm not drafting a guy – at quarterback six, when I think his ceiling is quarterback six, hmm. I don't think he finishes as a top five quarterback. I don't. For fantasy value, yeah. I want – here's the thing. People talk about sleepers all day long, right? And I hate that term. I'm all about fantasy value. Because here's my thing. I, I think you could have a sleeper in the second round, really. If it's a fantasy value, if you see – if you get a guy in the second round that it was a first-round talent, that is a value right there. That is – you don't win your league on some random 12th-round long shot, all right? Yep. You win your league on getting value throughout the draft. Yep. And that's just how it goes. Like, I'll give you an example. One of my, one of my huge values this year is Devontae Adams. Are we talking Justin Fields still? No, we moving? I'm, we're moving You're on. like, we could debate. We're moving on. No, Honestly, I'm moving no, on. This okay, is my let, podcast let me hear, now. Let me hear your counterpoint. because I'm I, kind I don't, of an expert with Jesse Townsend where I the host doesn't get, where the other person doesn't get I to debate. I don't think there's a debate to really be made, honestly. I think there's 100% I think I presented a, a lot of points, and I don't think Justin Fields... You you presented a lot of points. That's so a very Republican strategy you took just right there. That was good. Hey, the, they win a, an election every now and then. They win one every once in a while. A while with a little help from their friends i think where you're way off is you you reduce down the question of are they both good scramblers because yes they are good scramblers what you didn't bring up is that trevor lawrence is a good scrambler for 12 to 20 yards justin fields is a good scrambler from 12 to 80 yards i watched him do it to the lions three times three 80 yard runs last year and i know the lions weren't great but guess what? The NFC North isn't that great this year. He's going to get – if I could draft him as a running back and only take his rush yards, I think he would be in the top five running backs. He is going to have design runs like they did for Lamar Jackson. And then part of the upside is people kind of think he could do what Josh Allen did in year three, where like year one, year two, Josh Allen, all he did was run the ball. He missed a ton of throws, super athlete. Justin Fields' ceiling, I think, could be QB one or two because – not because of his passing, no. but in the same way that Lamar, his MVP season, was just an absolute monster. Hold on. Was an absolute monster. Justin Fields is going to be able to – he will have three or four weeks where he's going to put up 40 to 50 points because the rest of the offense won't be working. They will be down by 40. He'll be rushing every other play. He's going to get in the fourth quarter alone. I could see him with 150 yards rushing, just doing nothing. But I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think that's the right way to win. Fantasy wise, I think he's got a good shot. Here's the thing 150 rushing yards and two picks on a day. Sure. But you throw That's in a 11 of, fantasy points. That is 11 a, no, fantasy points right there. Calm down. You get 150 rushing yards. He's definitely got some touchdowns. 150 is 15. He's going to get some touchdowns. Two to three touchdowns a game. That's four. That's, let's say, 10 points for a touchdown. We're talking his floor every week is like 20 look, points. I'm look, not, if you wanna, I'm if not you wanna, saying that he's 100% hey, going to be there. Look, but you can't say his ceiling isn't through the fucking roof. All I'll say. Because if he can figure out how to throw 250 yards, one rushing touchdown, two passing touchdowns a game. If he can figure game, out how to pass 250 yards a game, most people in the fucking right, league can't. 200 yards a game. <laughs> I don't. 200 yards a game, 100 yards rushing, and then... 
three touchdowns all up, that's that's a top five QB right there. None I, of that's too crazy, I especially because their defense is awful. They're going to give up 50 points a game. It happening. It's going to be so much garbage time I for him. I don't see it happening. I mean, yeah, but like you've seen his passing last year. All time was garbage time for the Bears. Josh Allen's was okay. terrible in year two as well. Okay, and Peyton Manning threw the most interceptions uh, his rookie that was year. Different. All right, yeah, was, it was different. I'm not shitting on we were Trevor talking Lawrence. about greatness then. I think for Justin Fields, if you go back and watch the tape, I which I did recently because I yeah. take fantasy football way too seriously. I just don't see it. Also, another guy, I don't, I actually don't even see him placing. Uh, quarterback six even has his ceiling. I think his ceiling might be seven. No, I think Lamar Jackson finishes above him. Lamar uh, Jackson, you're Lamar con- Jackson you're has confusing. a unanimous MVP under his belt, and you're giving him the best weapons of his career. You're confusing ceiling with what's going to happen. I agree with you on what I on what I think is going to happen. Well, I, I think will say I will he say he will be QB ten. I, I, I but his I, dude, ceiling I, okay is his in ceiling the top is three. his ceiling's not top three. I, it's a hundred unless top there is three. an injury. Mahomes, Hurts, and fucking Allen are finishing top three again. Yes, I, no. No, yes. I, Fields, Fields can break in there. 110%. Field, anyone that no. can run that much. Who People would have said the same thing about gonna, Lamar Jackson. Who gets bumped out of that top three? Who? Any Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback? It could be the greatest quarterback. Jalen Hurts, who is getting goal line snaps every, like a running back? No. Every coach no. is telling their their quarterbacks to stop running as much. Look, Just throw it away. Do the Tom Brady. We're burning Stick too much we're burning too much time with Justin Fields here. It's my fucking podcast. I get it, but I got <laughs> shit to say, all right? Yeah, I know that's the problem. It's your podcast. I'm only on here <laughs> no, once a year for fantasy, I'm all right? You so, that you're you're on here way more than once a year. For fantasy. <laughs> I said once a year for fantasy, all right? We will and agree to disagree. Agree to disagree I here. I agree with you on where and if you have any fantasy you football leagues, will end up. If you have any fantasy football leagues, with any openings and there's a buy-in i would love to take your money i would love to all right it would be my honor i'm not drafting him i'm just saying then what are we fighting about ceiling the concept of ceiling you're the saying concept he's, of he ceiling. has no chance of being in that top in three. the top three he 100 no. no. has a chance to be there's in that top chance. three he could 100 percent absolutely get into not. that disagree agree to disagree right. let's move on to move values. on to your next topic Okay, this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier. Just fight you in the middle I'm of it. Fucking, we'll do it. I'll fight you. <laughs> what I was talking about, though, values, all right? Like, he, he's like a he's a mid to late second round pick. He's even slipping into the third some places. Um, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Who I still think could finish this year as, we'll talk about a ceiling. This dude is not removed. He's a season removed from being the wide receiver one. Right. And everyone's out on him because they're like, oh, Derek Carr left and they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr's not elite. Why are we pretending like Derek Carr's fucking Drew Brees all of a sudden? Jimmy Garoppolo's not a huge step down. Right? Am I right or am I wrong? Because honestly, I see everyone. I see everyone passing on Devontae Adams, not once, but twice in fantasy football drafts. And I'm like, that's insane. You think he's a a round one or round two? In round two, I love him. Okay. Honestly, I'm not I'm not huge on him in the first round, don't get me wrong. But if he's your second pick, so if you if you let's say you get a wide receiver one, let's say realistically, you could go Tyreek Hill first round and then come back around and grab Devontae Adams. That's yep. the best wide receiver core across any fantasy oh, football. Oh, for sure. That's ridiculous. Or let's say this, you go RB one 
and wide receiver one first two rounds, you go maybe Austin Eckler. Yeah. And then Devontae Adams. That's still a stacked ass team, and you're only two rounds in. Yeah. Like I think Devontae Adams is just I I do not understand the sleep. If you're in a twelve man league, honestly, then if you're sitting at twelve, I get it at first round pick. Yeah. If you're at the end of a twelve man, like I mean, here's the thing. I, I I'd value him a little bit above Cooper Cup. Honestly, as far as rankings go, I see wow. Cup. Cup's going okay. like average draft positions, uh, it's like ninth seven or eight, yeah, yeah, like ninth. I think was the last I saw. But the Rams' offense did not give me any hope this past year. No. Uh, the trade rumors about Aaron Donald are not giving me any hope for the God, future I hope either. He goes to Detroit. I'm like, dude, what? I was like, <laughs> I also the talks of Sean McVay possibly taking a commentary role. Yeah. The future is not bright in L.A. And then also like. A guy coming off a year-ending injury, I want the future to be as bright as possible. Yeah. All right? Because for you to come back after not playing for a year, you need everything to be in your in your favor. And right now, just nothing is looking in Cooper Cup's favor. Not to say he won't have a good year. I, I, I do think Cooper Cup's a tremendous athlete, but he's in his 30s now. He's coming off a one-year yeah. injury, you know? I I would honestly take Adams with a slightly worse quarterback than mm. Cooper Cup in his current situation. I would. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is there is a full draft there is a full round in the draft going between Cup and Adams, which is insane to me. Which is why I want to tell everybody who's listening, do not look at ADP or do not draft based upon ADP. Because mm-hmm. ADP is just what the fucking experts are writing okay and the experts don't know shit okay that's why espn just laid off half the writers okay well, you know what adp know you know what adp is average draft position right yes it's no it's calculated based off so like espn's adp is yes. calculated based off where they're going in the actual drafts being hosted on the website it's not yes. the experts okay but here's the thing the first mock drafts of the year all of it's being determined by experts Yes. Everyone's everyone's reading the rankings and they're like, oh, this is who I should go first. And then the ADP just follows the rankings. It really does. And honestly, here's the thing. If you're sitting like the ninth round and some seventh round pick is still sitting there and you just didn't like the seventh round pick, there's probably a reason why he's still sitting there. Yeah. Don't draft him just because you're like, oh, there's such good value, you know, like don't. Do not f- blindly follow the rankings. There are a lot of people that will blindly follow the rankings, and then you'll get stuck with a player that you didn't even want in the first place. Yeah. You know? And it's stupid because there's so many good values this year, and, like, I'm willing to reach on them, like, a round early, honestly. There are some guys wow. that, like, they're – honestly, well, like, I'll, I'll give you a few of these guys. So, to, so before yeah. we get into that real quick, I think the biggest issue with Devontae Adams, and I agree he should be in the in the top half of at least the second round, is the coaching. I think a lot of people are very out on Josh McDaniels and come at, having the Lions have Matt Patricia and him trying to install a Josh McDaniels-style offense. It's a lot of runs. It's a lot of checkdowns. It's not a lot of stuff. Like, the Vegas offense last year – 
they were trying to throw the ball down the field. That's where Devontae Adams was. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that's the worry. Because at least in L.A., you know that Matthew Stafford wants to fucking throw the ball and Sean McVay can draw up an offense that can score some points. And so I think that's the difference. I've seen Devontae Adams be elite under three separate coaches during his career now. Not to mention how many different offensive coordinators. I, I think Devontae Adams will adapt and be elite no matter what s- system you He'll put him in. He'll be good. I'm afraid he just won't get the targets. I. Who who else is getting the targets? No, the running back, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Or, Josh or Jacobs. Go, not a great or they're gonna pass go catcher. Three and out. They're, they're, they're only gonna get Josh Jacobs. He plays a game because well, their offense is fucking terrible. I. <laughs> I mean, I understand that, it's but like even, the in, Chiefs garbage, are good even in garbage time, get eighty plays a game. They're in good. garbage time, though, he'll still get points. You know, like even if they're out of it, I don't they're, know if they're I want to use a second round pick on garbage I, time. But here's the thing, Josh. I don't think you're wrong. Josh Jacobs has some of the highest. Uh, carries over the past couple seasons, yeah. and the reason is he's strictly a carrying back. Right, he doesn't have hands. Right, the volume, the passing volume is not going to Josh Jacobs. The passing no, no, volume is no, no, no. not the, going to Darren Waller because they volume. traded him for a the play volume. Not the gotcha. I think the play volume. Think it's, is going to be sixty percent running back. That's how it was last year, and Devontae Adams was still a dog last year. He was pretty good. He yeah. was pretty good. And honestly, if he replicates the same numbers, if he if you just copy and paste Devontae Adams' numbers from last year to this year, I think it's better than what Cooper Cup does this year. Okay. And that's that's I, what I'm trying to I say think here. That's and I don't even think that's I a think, hot take. I think that's no. a very easy and foreseeable thing. Like I think Yeah, like I think that's a relatively obvious thing. But then you start thinking about it a little bit more. You're like, why is Cooper Cup going as high as he is? Because everything in LA is not looking good right and then you give the actual circumstances that surround cooper cup and you're like okay coming off an injury in his 30s um maybe 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 we we skip on cooper cup in the first round i think i think his value is not quite there if maybe if he was coming off that injury and he was like sliding because of the injury i would take him okay but he's still a first rounder and i just don't see it there's certain we talked about it before the podcast because you said the one pick that I did not have age gracefully from last year was Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and I told people not to draft him. And yeah. I, I stand by it for this year because the thing is, with a first-round pick, you want someone who you can trust. And that's why I said Travis Kelsey was my one-on-one pick last year because like, I knew he was going to be reliable last year. I, you do not want a guy. Jonathan Taylor only had one good season going into last year. Yep. And everyone was drafting him for that season. And I've seen too many first-round picks get drafted there and just not pan out. Like Arian Foster. We drafted him for us overall because he gave us a great season. And we're like, oh, give us Arian Foster. I love Arian Foster. So many people got burnt by Arian Foster, you know? God, he he was good, though. He was so good that one year. I know. That one fucking year. But it's like one of those things where it's like you need – if you're going to win your league – you want someone reliable in the first round. Yep. And I, I'm i passing on Christian McCaffrey again this year just because I, I can't gamble on his health. And then also a report out of camp, uh, Raiders and Niners had a joint practice today. Brock Purdy threw three interceptions. <laughs> a, I didn't even know he was the, throwing. The Niners uh, quarterbacks combined, so Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and Brock Purdy, Threw a combined eight interceptions today at practice to the Raiders' defense. Nice. 
which also Raiders defense, if you're picking off yeah, eight right. times, maybe maybe Devontae That's Adams does get some volume, good. you know? Yeah, right. One of them's got to be a first down, right? Oh, <laughs> we'll get something there, you know? But I do want to move on to some of these values that yeah. I just I just at their current ADP, I'm just I'm loving these guys. Um this is a guy who's on your team, and I find it hard to believe that you're not gonna love him too. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, I was already kind of high on him. Because, like, look, the Lions last year, they were they were a fucking running team. Like, they yeah. – Jared Goff looked great as a passer, but they were a run-first team. Their top two running backs left. Yeah. Williams gone to New Orleans, right? Uh, DeAndre Swift yeah. gone to Philly. They move up. They really wanted this guy. We were like, we are in love with Jameer Gibbs. We moved up to get him. So you know the volume's going to be there. We got then, Gibbs while we still had Swift. We we liked Gibbs so much that we drafted Gibbs and then, and then the next traded day, Swift. Yes. Traded Swift. But so they loved him so much, and I was just like, okay, the volume's going to be there because their top two backs are gone. The volume's going to be there. Now it's just, do I want to attach myself to a rookie when he's going in like a second to third round value? Yeah. And the answer to that is, fuck yes. Holy yeah. shit. The clips that I am seeing coming out of training camp are insane. One-handed catches. He, okay, if you're a college football fan, even in college football, his, his highlights looked great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But he was not making the catches that he is making mm-hmm. at camp. He looks like an elite pass catcher. Yeah. And I think, I think honestly, I think he's going to be a huge part of the pass game because you have Jamison Williams missing the first seven games of the year. Six, but yeah. Six? Okay. Yeah. Six. Sorry, I misspoke there. You're good. But missing the first six games of the year, so all you really got is Monroe St. Brown over there, right? Because yep. you traded TJ Hawkinson last year. You don't have as many weapons. I think a lot of... There's going to be so much volume in both the run and pass game to Jameer Gibbs that, honestly, Jameer Gibbs, if you are in a keeper league, I say he's a must draft. Oh, yeah. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to play so well that he will be a first-round pick next year. Yep. He will be, in in my projections, I have him finishing as a top-five running back this year. I and it's, Yeah. And, like, honestly, that's me playing a conservative. I really see him as a top-three guy. So – this is one I actually agree with you. Yeah. I think that Jameer Gibbs, he's drafted as a running back. I think he is the next Debo Samuel. I think he's actually a wide receiver that will line up in the backfield. He is so fast. They play him on the outside. They play him in the slot. They will do jet sweeps. Like We would, we ran jet sweeps with uh, St. Brown three or four times last year. He ended up getting like 200 yards on those combined. Gibbs is way faster than St. Brown. St. Yeah. Brown is crafty. That's why he gets open. Gibbs yeah. is a rocket, dude. Like, if he doesn't get hurt, which, God forbid, I think he could He could potentially be the Alvin Kamara of this offense. For, any, for anyone that's trying to draft Lions, what you need to do, what you need to remember is that Dan Campbell was the assistant head coach under Sean Payton from 2015 to, like, 20. Uh, 18 or 19 in New Orleans. They are trying to recreate that Saints offense with Drew Brees that won 13 games, 14 games, was constantly in the NFC Championship. Uh, That is the offense they want to run, and Jameer Gibbs is Alvin Kamara. Number one overall player in fantasy, Alvin Kamara, in those years. Get Gibbs now because he will be 
first round next year for sure. You want to you want to know who my next uh, absolute steal of the draft is? Just such an insane value. Uh, going down to Carolina for this one, Miles Sanders. Wow, average right. average you draft boy. Average draft position is fifty nine. Mm. So going at like the end of the fifth round. Yeah. So if you if you're doing this correctly, you have both your running backs, you got both your wide receivers. Miles Sanders in the flex could be a league winner. Mm. And I don't say that lightly because last over the past couple seasons, if you feed Miles Sanders, he will work it. Like over the past couple seasons, his yards per carry has been higher. Then Derrick Henry. Yeah. He's been one of the best and most efficient runners in the league. The only problem with Philadelphia is that we have been such a pass-heavy offense, mm. and when we do run, it's Jalen Hurts keeping it, okay? Yep. If you feed Miles Sanders, he will eat. And with, with a rookie quarterback, they are going to rely so heavily on dump-off passes, yeah. handoffs. Miles Sanders is going to be the number one offensive weapon on that team. Because mm. you traded DJ Moore. You replaced him with Adam Thielen. I love Adam Thielen. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's older. Yeah. I, I don't – he wasn't even the wide receiver one when he was in Minnesota. No. Now you're going there. To and be fair, he was the number one wide receiver. It was the number one wide receiver. It's yeah. like, you know, it's tough to, tough to get spots. It is like tough. throws when Justin it Jefferson's on the other side. But even before that, he was the number two to <laughs> Stephon Diggs. Right. He's been kind of a career number two. Yeah. Let's be real. Hey, and great position to be in. I'll yeah, take that. He's a career number two, which is great. It's great. Don't yep. get me wrong. But now, at the older stages of his career, you're putting him in the number one slot. Yeah. I, just, I just don't think he's going to be – a great weapon down there, you know. Um, I love Miles Sanders. If you can have Miles Sanders in the flex, if he's your RB three, yeah, I think, I think that's a great position. I think that is literally like I, I rarely say league winner. I said it last year once on the podcast. Listening through, I said that Travis Kelsey was a league winner, and I fucking meant it. And I, if he backed, <laughs> he backed it up. He backed you up. I really do think Miles Sanders, if he's your flex. Because I think he's going to put up RB2 numbers. Okay. I really do. I think – and that that is really how – the most leagues, when you have a good team and you make it to playoffs, it really comes down to flex position. It yep. really does. Because if you make it to playoffs, your running backs are good, your receivers are good. It comes down to, like, who has the – like, that last little filler position. Yeah. Who, who has the best one? And I think Miles Sanders is going to okay. be, like – that one, you know, and, yeah. So I really, I really, I'm really high on Miles Sanders this year. I honestly think, I think he should be drafted as an RB two, and the fact that he's going as an RB three mm. or a flex is astounding to me. And I think everybody should be jumping on this, especially because 59. I mean, if you're in a 10 man league, that's the ninth pick of the fifth round, right there, right? Yeah. And I'm. That means if you're most of my leagues are ten man uh, for the most part. That means in most of my leagues, I'm gonna have the opportunity to draft him in the fifth, and I'm definitely taking him in the fifth, easy without yeah. without even thinking about well, it. Well, that would be your two wide receivers, your two running backs, and then your flex. So that you still don't have flex. a quarterback. Still don't have a quarterback, but. and I'm okay with that because honestly, if you're if you're in a twelve man league, quarterback thirteen is Kirk Cousins. It's all right. 
Oh, reliable. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. He's going to have some good games. He's yeah, going to have some I, bad games. He'll get Honestly, you 15. Here's the thing. I think I think he'll finish the year probably better than quarterback 13. Yeah. Like, I think that's relatively low. Like, I'm I'm actually high on Minnesota for fantasy, not for ra- yeah, not for winning games, absolutely. but I think Jordan Addison's going to be good. Justin Jefferson is going to be good. Kevin O'Connell is an offensive coach. Like he, they are going to put up points because their defense is. Awful. I will jump in There'll real quick on the Jordan Addison. Time. I want anybody who's thinking about drafting Jordan Addison, uh, pay close attention to his legal situation going on right now. Oh yeah, he what got happened? caught speeding, doing one forty in a fifty five. Nice. Um, Was he drunk? There's no reports of that yet. He didn't but pull a Henry Ruggs, did he? He did not. No, no one okay. got injured. Uh, he got pulled over. He said he was He'll rushing home to take care of his dog. Yeah, I don't buy and that. And I'm not buying that either. Nah. I don't know if the cops are. Dude's so a goddamn liar. Monitor that situation before you go ahead play. and drafting him. You don't that being said, a, you, you know don't who get suspended I'm, for speeding. Talking about the Vikings, though. A huge value. Alexander Madison. Okay. They cut Dalvin Cook. And with the amount of running backs that are in the market, like Kareem Hunt is going from place to place fucking interviewing, right? Dalvin Cook still isn't signed anywhere. Dalvin Cook hasn't signed anywhere, but they cut him. So Zeke you know hasn't. you know Dalvin Cook's not coming back. That right. is that is clear, right? But Kareem Hunt's making the rounds because everyone's like, oh, you got to pay the elite running backs. And none of those guys are breaking the way. But Kareem Hunt was a backup to Nick Chubb. He's not looking for elite money, you know? You can probably get him for a reasonable contract without having to pay a running back. And the fact that he has interviewed at Indianapolis, mm-hmm. interviewed down in New Orleans, there has been no interviews lined up by Minnesota. Hmm. They are fully hitching their truck to Alexander Madison as the workhorse running okay. back. And I think with the amount of the amount of teams that go running back by committee, I think just based off volume, I, you've seen Alexander Madison because Dalvin Cook hasn't been a perfect sign of health. No, Alexander Madison has started some games in the past, and he's put up some very decent numbers as a starter. And once again, he's a guy that's going like in the sixth round. You know, yeah, he's he's a great flex option too. You know, if the volume is there, I I. I Let's say Miles Sanders goes off the board. Let's say a lot of people are listening to this podcast. They take Miles Sanders in the fifth, and then you're scrambling for a new flex. Alexander Madison, put him in. Yeah. I, think, I think he's going to have RB2 numbers, you know? I, I think anyone that you can get, if you can get an RB2 or a wide receiver two and play them in the flex, that is how you win a league. That yeah. is how you win a league right there. Because everyone else is playing wide receiver threes, RB threes. If you can play a fucking top 20 guy in the flex yeah Ramondre Stevenson in my in the flex spot last year is why I got to the semifinals yeah it's how you win a league the league is one in the flex position yep and that's why that's why I am telling people go reliable in the first round because if you go Christian McCaffrey and he gets injured week two done for the year your RB2 moves up to one your flex moves up to RB2 and then some dude you never heard of your flex all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not winning your league anymore. No. You wasted a first-round pick. That's why I'm avoiding Cooper Cup. I'm avoiding Christian McCaffrey. Because there's one thing about playing for the ceiling, which I understand. That is that is a great way to play. But you also got to factor in that floor. Because yeah. honestly, Christian McCaffrey, the floor is missing 15 weeks. Yep. Cooper Cup, the floor is missing 15 weeks. 
and I'm just not okay with a guy missing 15 weeks. Yeah. Nor should you be. Well, what do you what do you think of this philosophy around drafting? Because injuries really are the the thing in football in general, but also fantasy that could just derail a season. Yeah. Your your number one overall pick gets hurt, and you're you're just done. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's better to go for those outside wide receivers first. So stay away from the slot guys, the guys that do the dirty work because they get hurt. That's Cooper Cup. That's Amon Ross St. Brown. That's you. If you get an A.J. Brown, if you get a Jamar Chase, if you get a I Justin disagree. Jefferson, they get hurt less than running backs. Austin Eckler's always kind of injured. Look, CMC I, is always kind of injured. I get it, but just value is value. I, I'm not I'm not thinking about it like that. I if you, if you want me, you're telling me like Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot, like if he's going at like the end of the second round, who else is up there uh, as like an outside guy? Like a AJ Brown is like right right in line. With AJ him. Brown's going. I, okay, I would take AJ Brown above him, but AJ Brown's going a couple picks above Amon Ross St. Brown in most mock drafts that I've seen. Um, who else is going around that uh, pick? Um, I'm drawing a blank on it's, those guys that are like right near there. That is kind of where it, like it is Debo more slots. Is. Yeah, it so is, it is more slots. It's, it's a lot of Debo guys. But like Amonra St. Brown, though, I think can translate to an outside guy because Jamo's gone for the first six weeks. You know, there's oh, not gonna he be, doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have. He, he won't play outside. Jameer Gibbs will play outside. Is what'll happen. I mean, if that's the case, <laughs> I love Jameer Gibbs even more. No, that's okay, what I'm <laughs> you know, I can't that's be higher. Like, no, Jameer everybody Gibbs. should get Gibbs. Um. But I, Brown's oh, gonna be good. But. While we're talking about wide receivers, I want to talk about uh, second-year wide receivers. Okay. Because second year, we, people talk about a sophomore slump, but also more than that, people talk about second-year progression. Now that they've have a year under their belt, who makes the jump? Right. That's why everyone's hyping up fucking Justin Fields. Like second year in the system, he's Third got year. better. Or. Yeah, but he didn't start his whole first year. It was fucking messy. Yeah. And it's second year, second year in the system, yeah. though. Second gotcha. year in the system. Yep. There was a change. So that's that's the whole thing, though. Second year in the system, blah, 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 right? That's the big fucking thing. Second year in the league, a lot of people are like, oh. Like, everyone is hyping up Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Sophomore slump. Really? I get it, dude. I get it. You want to be high on Garrett Wilson. He's a crazy talented wide receiver. But the amount of weapons in New York, the fact that Aaron Rodgers brought Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb with him. Cobb ain't going to play. The, the he way, ain't even playing no, Green Bay. No, no. But here's the thing. He might play a little bit, and he's going to take away some of the targets. He uh, will. He will. It's I just It's know. just a fact. It's just a fact. You got you – got, so many weapons there. You got you got Brees Hall, who's a great pass catcher out of the backfield. Yep. They interviewed Dalvin Cook. There's just going to be too many weapons on that offense for me to go. Oh yeah, I want Garrett Wilson in the third round, second round. So are That's, you are you against I'm, the Chiefs wide receivers too? Because they got the same problem. Lot of lot of weapons, no top tier talent. Exactly, and okay. I'm I'm kind of steering clear of that. But here's the thing, Garrett Wilson, I do think is a top tier talent. I just think. I think Aaron Rodgers is more familiar with Alan Lazard and guys like that. And I think those guys, because honestly, last year, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, amazing young talent at the receiver position in Green Bay. And half the weeks, Alan Lazard was putting up better numbers than those guys. Yeah. Just because it's a familiarity thing with Rodgers. Rodgers has gone past to who he knows and who he re- can trust, you know? 
And I think um, I think Garrett Wilson's just not going to see the target share that he saw last year. Mm. And I see that there's a much better quarterback under center now. I get that, right? But I just don't think the target share is there. I think he regresses. Mm. I'm not drafting him at the ADP that he's going at right now. Uh, a guy who I do love in his second year, Christopher Alave. Yes, I, I mean, agree. He's a guy. He's yeah. a guy who had a great rookie season, and his quarterback was very uncertain week to week. Yep. Taysom Hill was a starter for a week there. Yeah. Like it was so unclear who was going to be throwing him the ball, but no matter who was throwing it, Christopher Alave was like. Fuck it, I'll catch it. Like, it didn't matter who yeah. the fuck was quarterback, okay? And now you get Derek Carr, who, like I said at the beginning of the episode, not an elite passer, but compared to what Alave has had yeah. during his rookie season, might as well be the reincarnation of Drew Brees down there in New but Orleans. That's the I'm like, exact, that's the exact same argument you could do for Garrett Wilson. I, but I it's know not, there's though. more weapons. There's so many more weapons. I, I Alvin Kamara suspended for three games. That's true. So there's yeah. no pass catcher in that backfield because Jamal Williams, love him. Goal line vulture. He's going to get some touchdowns. Yeah. Jamal Williams, not a great pass catcher out of the backfield. Um, but also, Alvin Kamara's not at practice. He's not going to be... It's a right. new system. Derek Carr... So, yeah, he's going to miss the first three games. But also, once he comes back, it's going to be a slow fade in. I don't think Alvin Kamara really sees the reception share that he's been used to this yeah. season. You know? I don't think he's going to be... I think so much volume is going to go to Olave this year. Also, look at Derek Carr. He loves he loves a wide receiver one. Yep. Devontae Adams was that guy right. in Oakland. The volume was fucking there. Right? He will target a guy... Who's gonna make him look good? Yep. And Alave is that guy. I'm 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 huge on yeah. Christopher Alave this I, year. Huge I'm, on him. I'm big on this on the Saints. I'm big on Alave. I just don't I, I agree with you even about the Jets with the target share. The I think the thing that's gonna happen is that the Jets averaged less than twenty points a game last year. If they can bump that up to twenty six to twenty eight points, then like maybe his target share goes down, but the quality of those targets goes up. Rogers is throwing him open. Every catch that he gets is fifteen yards instead of six. He's getting a, t a half a more Here's touchdown the thing. per Aaron week. Aaron Rodgers has not supported a wide receiver one in fantasy since Devontae Adams. That was it, two years ago. You can't that is act not like that two was years ago. decades ago. That is not two that was years two ago. two to three years ago. That's This will be four seasons removed from that. No way. He just played. No, 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 no. Adams, Devontae just went there for Derek Carr. Derek Carr left after one year. Adam two, two years seasons, ago. No? Uh -uh. Two seasons in just Oakland. One. No? Just it's one? It's been one. one. Aaron Rodgers loves a, uh, loves a wide receiver, one that he could trust. I agree that he'll, beginning of the year, I think he'll probably lean towards Alan Lazard, but... Man, if Garrett Wilson's that good, Rodgers isn't going to play fair. He's too good. I'm not I don't even like the guy. Rodgers is too good to be like, "Oh, Garrett Wilson's getting open. I don't know. I want to help out my boy." No, here's the thing. Garrett Cobb Wilson play Garrett last Wilson's year gonna, Garrett Wilson's going to draw doubles if he's that good. And nah. if Garrett draws a double and his homie he can't. is open. I mean, I just don't like the situation for where Garrett Wilson's getting drafted. All right, we're clipping this one for next year. I want well, to here's the thing. I, we'll see here's where he ends I'll, up. I'll, tell, I'll talk to you like this. Garrett Wilson's getting drafted around the same place as Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown every fucking day of the week. Yes. I think they're about even. 
No. Yeah. No fucking shot. Yep. There are I can list three other receivers that are gonna start week one on the Jets. I can't do that in Detroit. Right. The Jets are also gonna run it way less. No, 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 yeah, no. Yes, they Pull are. The Brees Hall's stats. coming off of Pull, a year-long no. injury. You but just keep saying that for no, Cooper no, no, Cup. No, 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 well, here's the thing. That, it also doesn't mean there's going to be chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. Here Rogers. is the thing. Aaron Rodgers has always supported a great fantasy running back. You cannot say the same thing about receiver. Uh, he has you, not always you, had a wide receiver one. Aaron Jones has been a dog the whole time he was there. Devontae Adams was he excellent made, for five years. The wide receivers that he had in the 2010s were great. Jordy Nelson was in the top 10 wide receivers every single year. Aaron Rodgers is a good goddamn quarterback. He's not going to. In gonna, his prime. He's also running the offense. He's, he's going like, to throw the like ball. He's like 37 now. Wants to two throw. ayahuasca now, Okay, if you want to say Aaron Rodgers isn't actually going to be good this year, that's a whole nother thing. I, but you can't say that he's playing favorites, that Garrett Wilson's going to be here. I think um, Garrett Wilson could easily play, break into the top Player 10. versus player. Where are they going in the drafts? Amon Ross St. Brown versus Garrett Wilson. It's an easy pick for me to go Amon Ross St. Brown. Because Garrett Wilson, there's so many other options. And let me finish on this. There's so many other weapons. I think Aaron Rodgers takes a regression. It's first year with the Jets, you know. He's not going to be as comfortable. I think he takes a regression. There's age. It's first year on a new team. All those components. So I think Rodgers takes a step back. How did Tom Brady do with Mike Evans? Okay, there's a ton of weapons on Mike that team. E- Mike Evans. A ton of weapons on that team. Mike Evans is so much better than Garrett Wilson in his prime, though. Mike Evans has Garrett put Wilson's up, a second year player. We haven't seen that. Mike Evans has put up ten straight years of a thousand yard seasons. Yeah. We've never seen that. No, I know. That dude is insane. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's okay, younger. You're not comparing him to Garrett Wilson. No. When you're talking about chemistry, when you're talking about chemistry, trying to figure out, trying to get into a new system. You can't bring up okay, new systems. Let's, let's talk let's talk about Tampa then. Oh, Tampa's fucking let's, no, no, terrible. No, 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 no. Back to the Brady yeah. thing. When Gronk came in. Yeah, we saw, we saw a very big touchdown regression on Mike Evans' side when Gronk Did joined. We? Yes, because he still was like a top ten wide receiver. With the exception, so last year, last year, if we look at it, with the exception of his four touchdown game at the end of the season, Mike Evans would not have been a fantasy last value at year, all. The Buccaneers were a fucking mess. Yeah, I'm talking about the year that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. He yeah. absolutely lit it up. It was yeah. all there was no chemistry issues. Then you can't. You could say Tom Brady's better than Aaron Rodgers, but and that's I a will. that's a marginal difference. We're mm, talking about four MVPs six versus rings to six one. rings. Four MVPs. Brady doesn't have that either. It's. I'm not saying Brady's worse than Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying that they are in the same stratosphere of veteran quarterback going to a young, talented team where they're going to be calling the shots. Aaron Rodgers is calling the shots. It's going to be a ton of passes. Brees Hall isn't there. Garrett Wilson, his target share might go down, but the passes are going to be better. There's going to be more drafting, touchdowns. People are drafting Garrett plays. Wilson as if he's he has- not a first-rounder. No. But they are drafting him in the second and third round. He 100% should be in the second round. Second round? Yeah. Second round. Yeah. So here's my thing. If you if you go running back first round, that means he's your wide receiver one. You're okay with that? I'm not. I'm definitely uh, not. 
Absolutely not. I wouldn't. I would take him as my wide receiver too. If Garrett Wilson but is I your think wide he could receiver be one, than a lot of if running backs. Garrett Wilson is your wide receiver one round. in a fantasy league. You are not making playoffs. Okay, I assure you. Then of we that. get into team team construction. I agree. If you've if you got a running back and he's your wide receiver one, yeah. then probably stay away. If you're going to get Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, and then you also get Garrett Wilson on top of that, that is the best wide receiver room in the goddamn league. Yeah. Like if you can get him at the end of the second round, and then you could pick up like another. If you could pick up Jameer Gibbs in the third, are you kidding me? No. Are no. you so fucking here, kidding here's me? The, here's that's the thing. A, here's that's the thing. a fucking team. Here's the thing. Another guy who's going second round, Devontae Adams. And I would take Garrett Wilson over Devontae Adams. You're out of your fucking nope. mind. Always lean towards the better quarterback. If Devontae, here, I'll make a deal with you right now. Barring any injury, any injury. Well, they're gonna get injured. No, no, no. Either one. But if <laughs> barring any injury. All right. If Garrett Wilson outperforms Devontae Adams this year, you can you can give me a buzz cut next year on the podcast. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. All right, we'll Clip do that. it. Absolutely. Right, you can give great. me a buzz cut, okay? Yeah. But it cuz it's not going to fucking happen. It just okay. won't it will not happen. All right. Devontae Adams will have a much better season than Garrett Wilson. Guaranteed. All right. Uh before we wrap this up cuz it's almost that time. Uh I do want to mention a player. I He's getting some buzz if you listen to a lot of fantasy podcasts. He might not be a name that you've heard of if you're just like, listen to one here or there. But there's this wide receiver named Quentin Johnston, who is a rookie mm-hmm. that got drafted to the Chargers Out this of CCU. year. CCU. Yes. And he is a phenomenal uh, player. But he got drafted to be the wide receiver three this year. Yep. Behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Now, granted, I get it. Both those guys have injury concerns. And maybe one of them goes down. Uh, but you can't draft him in the off chance that one of those guys goes down. Right. I'm not taking him in a standard draft this year. At all. Maybe if the value's right. If he's if he's going, like, if he's one of your last couple picks in a That's, standard pick, yeah. I'll take him. Sure. Yeah. But if I'm starting to, if my, like... Dynasty leagues, I'm fucking targeting him. Mm-hmm. Keeper leagues, I'm targeting him. Yep. Because here's the deal: if you if you don't know Quentin Johnson, pull up his college tape. He is a dog. Yeah. Big. He's Mike huge, Williams super and fast. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen both have injury concerns, but more importantly, they both have a team option next year. The mm. team decides whether those two players, both of their contracts could be up and voided by the end of the season. And Justin Herbert is now the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. It's true. They cannot afford to bring back both of them. And like I said, they both have injury concerns. I doubt they bring back either of them. Mm. I believe Quentin Johnston will be the wide receiver one for Justin Herbert next year. And that is a huge asset. Yeah. A huge asset. I'm okay with drafting him if I'm in a keeper league. What? I get uh, I get both my wide receivers taken care of, both my running backs taken care of, get my flex. So that's five rounds in. I'll take him in the sixth round. Wow. I will take him in the sixth round because I know I'm going to lose a fifth round pick next year mm-hmm. to keep him. But I'm pretty sure next year as a the wide receiver one in that high volume offense, Man. I think he's going to be a second round pick. I think... That is a great value that for Quentin Johnston. Wow. I think 
if you're in Dynasty, definitely fucking take him. I, I, I'm in a league right now. Uh, we're switching over to Dynasty this year, and I could not be fucking higher on this guy. I I am in love with Quentin Johnston. Um, I'm going to hang a poster over my bed of him. <laughs> I, I, I adore you, Quentin Johnston. Um, yes, so I talked about all the picks you should make across the board this uh, whole hour, but I wanted to dedicate some time for the the sleeper for Throw it out Keeper to the and Dynasty, yep. the guys who are in like these hardcore, because those leagues are just so much more competitive. Yep. So I wanted to give just an exclusive pick just for you guys, and that is the fucking guy right there. Quentin Johnston, take him. Also another guy to target, Jamison Williams, that six-game suspension. Sure doesn't look half as bad when you get to keep him next year all right that's true so i love him as well um those are my two picks um also i have to give a shout out to my buddy yeah <laughs> my buddy jake was like hey man when's the fantasy football episode dropping <laughs> and i was like oh we're recording it friday it'll probably be out next week um and he goes oh can you give me a shout out and i was like dude of course i was like i don't not too many people are going to hear this shout-out. It's not like we're on Joe Rogan Experience <laughs> yeah. or something. He's like, yeah, give me a shout-out. I'm like, sure, whatever. So, Jake, this is for you. Thanks for listening, Jake. Thanks for listening, Jake. Yes, uh, we appreciate it. If you steal any of these players from me in our fantasy steal league, I will fucking fly to Myrtle Beach and beat the God. shit out of you. Yeah. Steal all the players. Don't you dare draft fucking Garrett do it. Wilson and beat Jesse in the championship game oh, with him. Oh, go ahead, fucking draft and, Garrett Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Garrett Wilson's a punk ass bitch. Jesse, where can people find you? On Instagram, uh, on Twitter slash X, on TikTok, yep. on all of the social medias at I'm Jesse Townsend. Um, you can find me there. Um, you can also find me every Friday night at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, doing a lot of shows over at Broadway Comedy Club as well. Nice. Um, yeah, pretty much just that. And, uh, follow me on social media. Cause I also do a bunch of shows that aren't at those two clubs. Uh, I often do your show yeah. over at, uh, Ferns, uh, in the Lower East side. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was going to say if any of you listening, Jake, if you're coming up to the city and you want to see Jesse on a show, shoot us a message, tell us you're coming. We'll get Jesse on the show that you're coming to follow me at Corey T comedy on all social media and uh all right we'll see what happens i look forward to shaving your head next year it's I'll not see gonna you again happen for the uh for the actual nfl draft these locks are staying baby no, they're, not. they're coming off